0: centron welcome to the ships and salsa podcast hope y'all been having an absolutely amazing day welcome welcome to the ships and salsa podcast we are here to talk about human relationships today as a podcast that is surrounding the video game of sea of thieves an amazing just open world source where you can meet a whole bunch of different people we've uh, made this podcast so we can talk about Basically the gaming culture in uh, inside of our discord community So a lot of us already know each other so welcome in everybody welcome in freckled welcome in riley We actually have sushi on the line So we'll be talking to him about all these subjects in a second and I hope that y'all been having a wonderful day So all in all today, I really focused on human relationships I wanted to elaborate a little bit on what we think about when we form bonds In the video game community right so once we are actually playing sea of thieves we see just how important it is to keep our crew on our side right and that it can only really be achieved through a process of a process or steps to be taken for maintaining a healthy relationship okay or identifying a relationship that's just not convenient for you because it's, uh, sometimes the relationships, the bonds that you form, you realize in time that it's just not really on par with who you are, your values, your morals. So you need to take steps to respect both that person and yourself, okay? So, yeah, um, I'm going to go ahead and introduce Sushi to you guys. You guys already know Sushi. Okay, Sushi, you're good to go. <laughs> Howdy. Howdy. How's it going? <laughs> Uh, Riley says throw them in the brig until they comply. (laughs) Mm -hmm. So human relationships. Let's go ahead and give you guys a little bit of a, a vid. Different types of relationships. Different types of relationships. Okay, how many relationships are there out there? And you guys might think, well, that's pretty obvious thing. It's a relationship is a relationship. Well, not true. If you go to Thanksgiving, you're going to have a different type of relationship dynamic than when you go to a wedding. (laughs) That is just going to be it. Whenever you have different types of relationship whenever you talk about that subject you want to make sure that you have identified what type of bond you've created right you have friendships you have romantic friends romantic relationships. You have family relationships. You have co-workers. You have platonic. You have commitments only. You have a casual one. You have there's a lot of different types of relationships. And honestly, I wanted to talk about how you can actually create that bond and maintain it, if it's convenient for you or not, and what you can learn out of these experiences, right? So I actually have 11 steps that I wanted to share with you guys to keep a healthy relationship no matter what the type right I'm putting some videos here real quick There we go. So the very first step is showing appreciation and gratitude. And Sushi, I'm actually going to cue you in here because it's something that I've been working on that I feel that I have been trying to get better at. And I'm going to explain myself. I have really good friends in my life, friends that are not romantic or anything like that, just casual, just friendship, just a bond. That's it, right? Like you, like Riley, like a whole bunch of people. But I don't tend to call them at all. And I feel like that's been a little bit of a part of my upbringing or just the way that I've been raised. I don't tend to call people on their birthday, on Christmas, on uh, different holidays and stuff like that. I don't even do that with my family a lot. And so what do you think about that? What, What perspective could you have as far as the responsibilities whenever it comes to showing your appreciation and gratitude?
1: um so so first and foremost um everyone's different everyone has their own yeah. way of uh appreciating and showing appreciation to somebody else whether yeah. if it's a friend girlfriend boyfriend mom dad aunt, uncle boss coworker, whatever neighbor um it also ties into the factor of love languages yeah um for example one of one of my friends, one of my friends. She her love language, the way she shows appreciation. Yeah. And she wants others to feel loved in her perspective is giving gifts. Okay. So she gave her ex like I'm talking gifts after gifts after gifts after gifts. Like I'm not it's not even little gifts, it's expensive gifts.
0: Like a Rolex. Uh, like a yeah, a Rolex is one of those. <laughs> Holy uh, moly she really like, did little, give him a rolex
1: oh yeah little uh louis vuitton uh you know wallets for men you know expensive. wow just to show her appreciation for a friend he was like she was like i love you i love you i appreciate you this man on his oh side, my god on his side yeah he was like oh my gosh thank you like you know you really didn't have to um he was like you know what i feel bad I I'm, I'm I need to tell her to stop spending money. That just a simple cup of coffee will do. Yeah. You know, th- there's different ways of 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 expressing um, appreciation to somebody. How you know, just everyone has their different ways. Um, me personally, Imagine. I I'm all about verbal communication. I love talking to people. Okay. I I will verbally tell people. I will say, you know you what, know, you know, that was so much fun. Thank you so much for that time. Or oh, you bought you bought me lunch. Okay. Um, I appreciate that. You know, things like that. So, but I know some other people who will do it differently. A simple
0: nudge, uh, a hug. Okay. Or a, a bro handshake type of thing. A bro handshake. So bro handshake. quick question, quick question, right? As far as the value of what you give towards your friend or the person that you're trying to show your appreciation and gratitude to, like whenever you give that person whatever it is, we're talking about to the level of virtual treasure in Sea of Thieves, like, hey, here you go. There's, there's like a few, I don't know, sea forts and stuff like that. Does that count less? then uh whenever you give that person like a whole bunch of other stuff like real life stuff or do you know what i mean like does that count less like does you giving somebody a rolex show less than if you gave them a welcome card from walmart (laughs) you know what i mean
1: so 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 yeah definitely um in the general sense yes obviously like as far as like financial wise yeah, obviously there's a big difference in price between a, a two dollar card and a, you know, two thousand dollar watch, for example.
0: Yeah. Okay. So
1: there's different values financially. However, the person receiving it is um you know, will will determine whether they appreciate it so much or okay. not. For yeah. example, um, you know, like I have a friend. Who play sea of Thieves. I'm not sure if I should say their name, but if they're comfortable with it later, I could definitely bring it up again. Okay. Um, a simple, <laughs> a simple firework given to this this uh, this this pirate. You know,
0: July 4th, is, by the way, so that's that's great. <laughs>
1: giving, giving them a a firework in sea of Thieves, you know, or giving them maybe three of the same firework, their favorite firework. Uh huh. Will will oh my gosh, I, I love it! Thank you, and make their day, make their session. Okay you know you and then the same person you never know i don't know them at IRL but you can give them um, you know a, a gift card for yeah you know, $200 to a visa gift card to them yeah. anyway like they'll exactly. you know, definitely appreciate it however you know it, it all depends on you know what they value if if you give somebody something so small and they're like oh thanks yeah okay you kind of pick up oh, okay you know they you know they they you know they they're thankful, but it yeah. didn't really make their day. But I
0: just, I got you. Yeah, I got you. Most most definitely. So there's like different levels of appreciation and gratitude that you could show, and that more or less predetermines the value of what you are trying to express. Like you maintaining that relationship by showing them appreciation and gratitude could be either more of an effort or less of an effort, but regardless, it's the same action. So you giving them a Rolex would be more or less. A little bit more of an investment or a little bit more just you going an extra step instead of just giving them a Walmart card but both the same action so both are appreciated but definitely going not necessarily overboard but I hope you know what I mean then that that's still okay oh yeah yeah. okay I got you which uh, uh, putting a pin on it for a second Julian how you doing brother welcome in my bro I appreciate you guys for the follow stream play I'm glad that you're back I'm glad, brother. Uh, I'm glad that you have a computer, that you got a brand new computer. And Kels, thank you for the follow. You're absolutely awesome person. And uh, just a refresher, we're talking about human relationships, 11 steps to keep a healthy relationship, right? So the first step was showing appreciation and gratitude. Second step was communicating openly and honestly. And I feel like that, that sometimes, Sush, that actually falls into it. Right. So it's kind of like it's, it might be another step, but it's more or less something that we might have covered and that's fine. And let's let's say that communicating opening honestly is another step to maintaining a healthy relationship. Well, whenever you give them like a gift or something like that, well, you are communicating what you feel in the moment. Right. You are communicating your intentions with this person. So you are kind of like doing it your own way, your own little way.
1: And it's important to know how. How or what makes the other person uh feel loved feel appreciated,
0: yeah, you know? yeah, It
1: all just knowing the person just will will definitely you know make make it easier for you to execute how to make them feel appreciated,
0: yeah, yeah, of course, yeah, most definitely, and uh I totally agree, and uh I gotta say, I think the first time that I ever really had a brush with this lesson um or with this habit of maintaining a relationship was do you guys remember the the show americans american idol the very first ones like uh the very very first ones like king i think there was a guy named king yum or something like that he was singing shebang by ricky martin and he yeah he was so he became like super famous and it wasn't because he was good (laughs) he became super famous because he was that Bad. And you know, I felt bad for the guy, but he literally became famous because of how incredibly bad he was, or the bomb like he he bombed it, you know, like he is like nobody could believe that it was that bad, and he became famous because of that. My um my mother was absolutely obsessed with this guy for quite a while because she just laughed so hard at the episode that I think I had like 14 I think I was like 15 years old or 16 years old, something like that. And uh, I bought her an album of this guy, which the 12 songs were just uh, like, it was back then, right? No iPod or, or the, the iPods weren't still like a big thing or the iPhones. 15 years ago. I, dude, it was, a lo- <laughs> it was a long time ago. And uh, I bought her a soundtrack, like a CD and this this gift that i got her for the birth for her birthday as a 15 year old completely overshadowed this like $300 perfume that my stepdad at the time gave my mom and it was the oh. funniest thing because it was the funniest thing because my mom was having a blast with it but at the same time i could feel the disappointment from my stepdad me being 15 i could still feel that Like, my stepdad was absolutely disappointed because, like, that one gift that did not cost, like, at all the same price just made her so happy. Oh, yeah. Right? Like, it was—and it was the first time that I had a brush with the importance of the value of the things that you give other people. It could be more. It could be less. But what's really important when you show somebody— your appreciation and gratitude. I think that is the fact that you are genuinely doing it. Mm -hmm. Right? Like, if tomorrow you meet someone and you've had a friendship with that person and you now have a friendship with that person for like then the next four months and this man gets you a Ferrari because he absolutely just loves the person that you are, does that really count more than a, I don't know, 15-year-old friendship uh, another friend of yours that uh, you guys been friends for like 15 years and he gets you like a bike not a not a Harley a bicycle Life. right <laughs> you know what I mean mm-hmm. like yeah granted like holy moly like you're really loved if you get all that stuff regardless but it really just ends up being the genuine aspect of showing your gratitude and appreciation when it comes to picking the value of the things that you are going to give right for me whenever we for example in sea of thieves the video game that we've been playing whenever we stack a whole bunch of treasure i uh some of us like in chat already like you guys know about ship shop and all that so whenever we stack a whole bunch of treasure it's not so much the amount of treasure that that i like to give it's more like the surprise factor. It's just the action. Like we could give away one world event, for example, or we could give away like fifteen of them. But the feeling is around the same whenever you do this. And it's and I love it because you're literally making somebody's day. Oh yeah. Yeah. Uh, like lies on the heart of the person. Says Julian. Yeah. Hell yeah. Yeah.
1: One of you know, one of my favorite things about ship shop is um, you know, we will have like a ton of stuff, a ton of loot, yeah treasure on board. And then we we run into somebody and they're like, Oh, I needed this one last, you know, barnacle chest or I needed this one thing and it makes their day. They're like, I don't care about anything else, I just needed this. Yeah. There you go. Yeah. They, they don't they, they don't even need the the whole hundreds of thousands of gold earned in the game
0: and you see how naturally when when you actually do that you just create a bond it's not even a maintenance aspect it's like you actually create a bond because of that and that that kind of falls under it like when you show somebody your appreciation and gratitude and you, you just you just give something of value to that person you immediately create a bond because of the fact that they know what your intentions are or that that possible relationship already has characteristics of a healthy one does that make sense? Yes,
1: sir.
0: Yeah. And so showing appreciation and gratitude, really important. Communicating openly and honestly, very important. Being affectionate and showing that you care, is it kind of falls under that. And <laughs> this is the fourth one, mutual respect. So that I feel like in Sea of Thieves draws the line for the majority of the gamers there where you can tell if it's going to be a healthy relationship or an unhealthy one like for sure and we're not talking about just the toxic kids you know what i mean like as soon as you get cursed out you you know what it is like uh, you you know what it is you you absolutely do but sometimes you have some bonds and relationships that you just feel that you cannot keep up with or you you have this tingling feeling in your backbone that tells you that i you shouldn't be spending as much time with this person have you ever had that before Zush? you know i i
1: definitely did like as far as like playing with the people you play with right how it's sort of drifting into a different like side of you is yeah that, that, yeah back in the day you know halo 3 call of duty that was those were the games to play
0: oh yeah moment of silence by the way
1: I had yeah, oh, yeah.
0: <laughs> okay you're good <laughs> <laughs>
1: Dude, so I remember, bro, I I made so many, I, I maxed out my friends list on Halo Three, like, cause I added so many people and I played with so many of them, like, all the yeah. time.
0: Yeah. Yeah.
1: I I noticed, you know, cause I, you know, you know, when someone cusses, when they use certain terms and 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 slurs and everything. Yeah. and you don't like it, you, you you don't it doesn't roll with your standard of living. It it you feel some type of way. You like know, yeah. okay, you're, you're you're saying too much now. And that was <laughs> me all the time with like 80% of the people I played.
0: Okay. They, they they
1: said so many gamer words and everything. I didn't I didn't like the way that they uh, they
0: expressed themselves basically through it.
1: Them. And yeah. it, I noticed and I and all of it like it led me sort of following them. Yeah. You know, I you know, I I I definitely I was a young booger at the time. I I've said you know I've said my my gamer words. Unfortunately.
0: Oh yeah, I, I think we all that, have. Ever that, since. That <laughs> yeah. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. Ever since uh, what was, what was it? Pokemon Red and Blue Game Boy came out. <laughs> I'm pretty sure as soon as we all lost our first legendary Pokemon, we were all cursing. Like we were all cursing. Yeah. It's, it's like. <laughs> Device. Yeah and based on your age because you would appreciate the money that actually went into your controller or not you would even throw stuff you oh, know yeah.
1: <laughs> bro it, it definitely it changed it changed me for a moment
0: yeah then.
1: it definitely it, it came to the point where i'm like i don't i don't want to become like this i yeah. i don't don't like it so i had to drift away from those type of you know gaming relationships with those with those gamers
0: but even now even now like Right now, and that goes for anybody on chat as well, do you guys find yourself in a position still where you get passionate enough, where you revert back to being toxic yourself? Mm. And being toxic, like genuinely toxic. I'm not talking about piracy. I'm talking about you curse somebody out or you do things that... Are not supposed to be <laughs> standard like along the standards of what you should be saying for your age if you're uh, past 28 you know it's like um do you guys revert back to that H- have you because I know I have I, I, I take advantage of the fact that when you match make solo nobody else is with me and I'm never gonna see that person again <laughs> You know, when you matchmake solo, you never see that person again. And I'm talking about Sea of Thieves for anybody that's just tuning in and doesn't know what I'm talking about. There's like this matchmaking thing called uh, that we activate an hourglass, whatnot, and you literally PvP one-on-one with this person, and you never see them. Well, you're supposed to never see them again past that point. And whoever wins, wins, and then you're done. And when you got that type of uh, freedom... Where you don't really have any sort of feedback from anybody which you genuinely care to keep a standard with, you revert back to being toxic yourself. I don't know if I'm speaking about like for myself only, <laughs> but if I know that uh, my my kid isn't here, dude, and if I know that my wife isn't here and it's just Bocsini, my little pug dog, he's a pirate, he can take it yeah. <laughs> like food, you know <laughs> yeah, it's like yeah. <laughs> And no, I, I yeah, yeah I go at it. I even take advantage of the fact that I know a different language, and I just go yeah. ahead and start using those f- first phrases in Spanish. You know. Yeah. Like, <laughs> yeah.
1: I'll be I, honest, you know, I, and, and I'll be honest too. Like I, when I'm sailing with different, when I'm playing with different people on Sea of Thieves, I I'll admit, like I I I I, I use words. I, I cuss. Yeah. I, I that's just yeah. Because yeah. I know the people, the certain people that I play with, um, they're, they're okay with it. I mean, I'm, as long as I'm not toxic. But if I cuss, you know, boom, boom. Yeah. Other people that I play with, you know, who aren't comfortable with those kinds of words and stuff like that. Or they're streaming, and yeah. I don't want to, you know, say bad words on their stream. Then I'll, then I'll, you know, errr.
0: Yeah. Break <laughs> that. Oh, but which, I, by the way, you know, Riley just said something that I really, really want to address. Because I thought about this the other day. So... Cool. Uh, by the way, I, Kel says, I hold myself to such high standards, and it's very rare that I drop those. I'll, I'll to myself rarely to other people don't know if I've ever used toxic gamer words. Then Riley says, maybe it's more of a guy thing. So I actually I actually want to address that, because I, I had a thought the other day, and it hit me really hard, because I realized, dang, it's been true. And I'm 34, and I've been a gamer for a long time, and I got to admit, whenever... And sushi, all kind of lead to it. Whenever you get kids, right, they're like the more the more toxic type because they're just not they're not educated yet, they're not matured yet, right. But regardless, you get all sorts of ages, right, and people to actually curse you out and be the toxic ones, yeah. right. Okay, so I'm a I'm gonna ask you a genuine question. Now I'll ask everybody this. Yes, sir. How many kids have been toxic to you? In the video game of Sea of Thieves, at at least three quarters of three quarters of them. Quarters of them? Three, okay, so, so there's, a, kids. <laughs> there's a there's a follow up question to that. How many of them have been girls? Of of the kids?
1: Yeah. Oh, uh, I rarely run into you know girls like so. It's all just little boys, and they're all. Oh, they're all the toxic.
0: Ones. And you know I realized that out of out of the entire Sea of Thieves experience when it comes to toxicity, I don't think I've ever run into a little girl or a, yeah. not a little girl, but like a girl that yeah. becomes toxic. They've yeah. all been boys. Like they've all all of them have been boys. I, don't you find that to be interesting, dude? Cuz honestly, yeah, dude. <laughs> does this mean that video game cuz right now I feel that there's a spectrum a lot of the time inside of the Sea of Thieves community where if if a lot of the girls that that you meet that are like Sea of Thieves players. I'm not yeah. talking about the ones that are creating content, but I'm talking about about just ones that are in Sea of Thieves. They typically never PvP, they don't curse, they don't do any of that stuff. But when they do, their uh they, they their agenda's different it's not the same it, it's, it's like different I, and I don't know if you know more or less where I'm going to, but there's like a lot of content creators out there that if you're like an attractive woman or attractive girl and you video game and that that's a stereotype that's a stereotype that's been out there. I'm not saying this is true, but I'm saying that it's out there you It tends to be girls that want to create content for adult-type purposes, and they become like this this illusion of a video gamer, when in reality, they're just trying to get a, like a monetized structure. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You know, and it's just interesting. I wanna like address all these little things because I feel like that's not just unique to me as far as the experience of finding that the majority of the community that has been toxic, especially in the youthful community and Sea of Thieves, have been just boys. Right, so I'm going to read some of the comments. Maybe it's more of a guy thing. So Riley might be right, honestly. Maybe it's more of a guy thing. I don't know. Being a pirate in the movies, like, like Jack Sparrow, Barbosa, like like all these guys are like, <laughs> they're all guys. So it's, I don't know. Maybe Maybe I'm just not really hitting the nail on the head, but... Met some toxic female players, like, a lot. Okay, so Julian has had, like, a different experience. See, this opens my mind to it. Eight out of ten of them for me. Okay. Supposed to talk that way, even if they feel that way. Oh, so, okay, so Riley says women are not supposed to talk that way, even if they feel that way. Does that mean that we have some sort of of social norm dictating what the standards are as far as uh, women and men when it comes to video gaming? When it comes to the gaming culture, I played against a female player yesterday who told me to call it quits. Oh, really? <laughs> I would love to hear that story, honestly. Video gaming is considered a thing for guys, which I, which I think is completely like, and I totally, I think I agree with you to some levels, but I, I'm I'm kind of like disappointed by that, you know, because it's. Yeah video gaming is you're literally have you like when you see ready player one you realize like hey video gaming is really just leading into going into other worlds yeah right like yeah
1: exactly love that love that movie
0: oh dude i oh (laughs) just the fact that it's based on the 90s i i i love that movie uh, I I am gonna admit something. Speaking of the nineties, I've never said that before, but uh, I I want to try to say it so that I do it s- at some point as some sort of New Year's resolution. But I never solved the Rubik's cube, ever in my life. And there's a set, foolproof way to do it, and I've never done it. And I'm so disappointed in myself. And I'm gonna try.
1: You know, I I never <laughs> never completed one either. So I'm I'm with you. There you go, mental I'm high you, five. <laughs>
0: some toxic women gamers but most of the time it's been men and boys who are casually toxic and use gamer words oh so so it's okay so it's not so it might just have been my experience so there are people that have had like the majority not the majority but a grand part of toxic gamers be both jet like both female and male people and the guys own it But the gaming begins to own them. Yeah. Uh, Oh, and then the guy. Okay. But the gaming begins to own them. Wow, that that is deep. I like that. (laughs) Yeah, that's deep. That's so true. So basically, because they're tryhards, eventually their way of carrying themselves it really depends on their success rate. So it's just a conditional stability. Is that fair to say, as far as what you're expressing? Eleven yeah, points definitely. should have been their own episode. <laughs> Each of their eleven <laughs> points should should have been their own episode, probably. Honestly, <laughs> yeah,
1: yeah I, I like that. I like what Kel said. Um, yeah, that's very very so true. Definitely, at the end of the day, you're gonna turn off the game. You're gonna live on with your life. You, you don't live in the video game, so yeah, you shouldn't. You know, you shouldn't let the toxicity and the the any other players being toxic affects your mood and your, yeah, I mean,
0: so, your, your, okay, uh, so the, y- the word should is very important to highlight though, because you're totally right. We all keep, we all try to keep our standards when it comes to the gaming culture as far as mature, educated people, right? We try to be, but there's something that makes us revert back. To disrespectful tendencies That make That make a healthy relationship As far as the bonds here and Like I don't want to say impossible But hard to maintain Does that make sense? It's like It's really hard to maintain friends In the video gaming culture Because of the fact that you have an agenda Inside of that world That makes you revert back To some sort of toxic tendency It being you having now a personality that is being owned by the video game because you've been a tryhard like that could happen that 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 is something that that i feel a lot of people have gone through right it could be you want people true colors make them comfortable if you want people's true colors make them (laughs) make them play tetris and level 18 okay (laughs) on a big screen or 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 try or make them play ninja gaiden in super nintendo or something like that or okay or if you really want to (laughs) see people's true colors just make them play one of those video games that absolutely makes you go bald in a year like for real
1: you can definitely <laughs> see people's true colors when you make them comfortable and uncomfortable.
0: Comfortable and uncomfortable. Yeah. Oh wow. Okay. See, true. You guys are gonna straight up make uh, make me have a, a a like a whole bumper sticker edition, shipping and salsa merchandise thing. That's awesome. <laughs> or carry 280. Barrels and someone shoot a cannon. <laughs> exact the mundo. Okay, so the reason why we're really elaborating with this particular subject inside of the 11 steps to take of a healthy relationship is because I feel that in Sea of Thieves, mutual respect is something that is severely missing. And I don't know if there's any sort of solution inside of this video game for that because it's an open world where people filter in and don't necessarily immediately adapt to a proper way of playing. Does that make sense? Like you will be playing Sea of Thieves for a certain amount of time. But people that are not hardcore video gamers, they're gonna they're gonna be coming an in and out. Some of them are gonna be playing this like in and out so much that they're not gonna understand ever that the concept of this video game is stealing other people's stuff. Yeah. and that's a problem because if you don't understand that concept, which eventually happens if you keep playing, um, you will just not enjoy it. You won't enjoy it. Like think about it. If you're in Sea of Thieves and you get upset like hardcore upset every time you get sunk or you get stuff stolen from you you're not going to have a good time you like the water could be as realistic as as real life and it's never going to overshadow the fact that you didn't get that treasure from point a to point b and you didn't understand why they would do that if you can alliance and get half the cut You know, like if you don't understand all these little things, the actual concept of piracy inside of Sea of Thieves, you are going to have a hard time actually enjoying this game. And so when that tends to happen, let's go back to what we said. We revert back to toxic tendencies because our video game is now owning us, which is why we're talking about this, because healthy relationships are more important than the content in this video game. And I really recommend to everybody, really internalizing as much as you can whenever you encounter people that are really hard to deal with inside of Sea of Thieves. Okay, because cursing people out is not the best way to deal with them. It will never be the best way to deal with them. Why? Because you need to show respect to everybody everybody <laughs> if you want to keep your standard as a stable human being and you don't want a video game to actually own you as kel said so it's a very important subject okay it is it really is i
1: i i remember just well, a few months ago like um i i was having a bad day like in general IRL. yeah i got home I saw some uh, some you know friends and stuff getting online. I was like, oh, let me play with them. Try to try to make me you know into a better mood just by playing with them. Yeah. So we playing. We're having a great session. At the end of the session, um, we got approached by uh you know some these two two players. They were saying a little little gamer words a little bit. Um, but and then they, it was just the, the way. I don't know if it was cheating or if they were just that good. But they were just sort of just harassing us, just just killing us constantly, and and it put me into an even bad mood. Like it, it put me into a worse mood, and and I, you know, I, and I and I admit I exchanged, you know, some gamer words too and stuff like that. And I, you know, I let I let the game own me. Yeah, I hated that, bro. I hated it. Because you know, luckily my friends at the end of the night they were here to like reassure me, send me messages, like saying, you know, hey, it's okay, like it happens, it's a game. I, I honestly lost sight of what was what the game was about. It's yeah. only pleasure. but you know, obviously they took it to a different extreme. Yeah. Um. So I, you know, I admit I lost my way that night, and I took a little break, and I got back. You know, to there play. you go. There you go, and I believe that right there, taking a break. And instead of just like, no, oh, no, forget all this. I'm going I'm to go on and find some new players and, and give them a hard time and, and give them toxicity that I was given. You
0: just so kind of pass way. it forward, but the and evil yeah, version.
1: A lot of people <laughs> do that, bro. That, that's how they are. And I like what Julian said. He – think about why, they are ter- why they're toxic. Yeah. They're going through what hurt them so bad that they want to hurt others, bro. And, and that right there is a big thing. It's because people – they like to – use the domino effect and just, like, oh, I'll pass on to the next person, next person, next
0: person, next person. Yeah. Like, like, I mean, but oh. at, at that point, it's, I think, a little bit deeper than just having a day where that happens, you know? Like, because uh, you as a person can have, like, let's say that you have all of your morals and ethical, uh like, values. You have everything that you need to to be a good, at least to the very least, a good average standard, like, solid person you know, as far as morals, ethics, your beliefs, the way your behavior, all that. um, You can have a, an off day. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like you can have an off day. You can have a day where you end up cursing somebody out and then you just passed it forward or something like that. But the way that you manage yourself through it is what makes, what makes your life uh, a healthier one. And once you do that, you can actually start to compose yourself In a way where you can help these people out like it's it's like take care of yourself first and then you can become a service of service right so um the people that are that are like that you can actually help them out and sometimes it's really hard but yeah it's it's really hard really hard yeah even even for people that are older like it doesn't matter you don't want kids telling you that you're like like, you're, you're, you know, beep at a game. Yeah. You know what I mean? You don't want kids telling you, go get a job. You don't want kids doing all that type of stuff. And it's not necessarily just kids. Adults do it, too. And he, adults do it to kids, too. Bro, yeah. <laughs> And I don't know if there's a fixable thing. Like, that's not ever what the podcast is going to be about. But I think that if I can share with everybody some sort of tool or tools that I read about where we can manage ourselves inside of this hostile environment, you can actually be there for people that have had a tough background that ended up creating this behavioral problem, right? Uh, It's not it's really hard, like especially when you're so deep into your trauma based behavior that sometimes it's not really you you just can't do anything about it. They just need help. But if you can actually behave yourself and really conquer your emotions and your reactions um, accordingly, you can help people out and see if if you really can. Um, And why do I say this? Because mutual respect is just that. (laughs) When you get relationships like friendships, when you get relationships like family relationships, have you ever been to a Thanksgiving, a a Puerto Rican Thanksgiving? I can say that because I'm Puerto Rican. Okay. I've been to Thanksgivings before. And that ends up not being the way that you wish it to be. Because everybody's family they know deep, dark secrets from each other and start judging not necessarily because they want to but they feel judged and then you don't react accordingly, so therefore now you express yourself in a way that's inappropriate, then this person loses it and then uncle jimmy had uncle Jimmy had a problem with with drinking, and he told cousin Emma that she had a blister when she didn't and hurt you know what i mean like <laughs> it, 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 it's adding more. Uh, It's it's adding more wood to the fire. And these types of relationships, if you can behave yourself, if you can actually create standards for yourself and you act upon mutual respect, regardless of your emotions, regardless of your beliefs, which is very important, you will be able to keep the bonds that you have healthy. Okay? And you will be, not just that, you will be able to tell whenever you have actual friendships that are not convenient for you because boundaries is a way for you to tell if you should have somebody that's already in your life near you or not because sometimes it happens sometimes it happens okay i want to read all this but i feel like we've talked about so much mutual respect it's just taking over the stream okay so actively listening is the next step i think that we all right now are doing that but when it comes to all sorts of relationships (laughs) <laughs> I'm going to be honest, sushi. Yeah. Like I've been married for some time now. Uh-huh. Okay. Actively listening means paying attention to what the other person says, and I know that my wife is also guilty of this cuz I talk too a lot. But sometimes we don't actively listen. Like we can hear the other person, but we don't we're not listening to the other person. And I yeah. I'm guilty of this. Because I have the Discord, because I have TikTok, because I have uh, just things to do in my phone, YouTube, you know, and I don't, I cannot tell you how many times I'm watching, I don't know, like uh, scorpions versus tarantulas on YouTube, and my wife is telling me to take out the trash, dude. <laughs> you know what I mean? Like, <laughs> I see those kinds of videos, man. Those are interesting, bro. They pass, the they pass the time. They pass the time. And you know what? I thought I was super weird because I was watching those videos. Yeah. If those videos had over a million views, I will not be judged. Okay? No, Scorpion versus LSD tarantulas, watches, dude. A lot of people watch them. Right? I know. <laughs> <laughs> um, yeah. So.
1: But listening. I, I hear you on that, man. It, it's. It, you know, especially especially if you're arguing with somebody. Yeah, You're, you know, just because, you know, the the, st- <laughs> the 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 stereotype that you know the 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 woman's always right in the relationship, you know, and and I'm not I'm not saying that I disagree or agree with that. I think, <laughs> like, I mean, as far as my perspective, like I, you know, my girlfriend's right, like ninety ninety five percent of the time. That that little percent where I'm right, yeah, I it's, I have the best week. The best week of my life, you know um, however, when we 're arguing about something i won 't say exactly what, but we'll argue about something if you thinks she 's right, I think i'm right what we 're doing is we're not listening to the other person because yeah. we're so we're so compassionate with with our own uh point. choice point yeah. you know that we don't even listen to the other person, and then it, yeah. it, it leads to. Worse things and into bigger arguments and, and yeah. you know even you know worse things. Yeah. So that that whole mindset of, of just like okay, your your partner is disagree or your your mom your your sister your coworker your boss whoever is is arguing with you or you know you could tell like there's an argument happening. Yeah. Literally learning to just step back, listen to what they say, and then approach it your way. Yeah. And at the end of the day, if, nobody, if, they're, if both parties are listening to each other, but they still can't grasp the concept of whatever they're saying, the other person's saying, agree to disagree, just step away. Yeah. You don't want to add more s- wood to the fire. You don't want to make...
0: Things true. Up. you don't want to make a disagreement something other, Yeah. like a disrespect.
1: A disrespect
0: yeah okay like,
1: listening is listening is, is, a, is a, it's a big part is, of it like yeah active artists...
0: listening gets overshadowed by emotional reactions yes and and then that's I think that's what what's so important about that like emotional reactions are something that if you don't tend to be on top of those reactions you create a whole nother problem that wasn't even the original one that's that's why yeah you get relationships that start like human relationship. Doesn't necessarily have to be a, a, a commitment, but you get really human relationships where you argue about like uh why didn't you throw out the trash and then you end up arguing about how why did you leave the microwave on on high? You know, like
1: <laughs> <laughs> it like, reminds me, oh my gosh. Have you ever seen the show Malcolm in the Middle? Yes. I love that. Yes. I love that show. So Hal, the father. huh. There, there's a there's a scene, I'll send it to you later where he, he goes, like, I forgot the order, but he goes to the room, turns on the light. Oh, the light bulb's dead. Yeah. So then he's like, oh, I have extra light bulbs in the, in the closet. He goes to the closet. He looks for the uh, light bulb. The doorknob is, is unhinged, right? Uh huh. And he goes to fix it and fix it, and there's one thing after another. He's like, you know what, I'm just going to go to the store. He goes to the car. The car doesn't work, so he's working on the car. And then the wife, um, oh, my gosh, I forgot her name, the wife, the mom.
0: Ah, uh, uh, God, you got me there.
1: Oh, I forgot her name. Oh, I'm so disappointed. Um, so she comes in. She's like, hey, she's like, hell. She's like, the light bulb. You know, something's wrong with the light bulb. He's like, what do you think I'm doing? <laughs> <laughs> it, it's one thing after another to him to fix the light bulb. But it, it, it's the whole concept of like, you know, it, if if you're not understanding what the other person's trying to do, yeah, it lead into an argument. Like, what do you mean you're doing this? You're doing that when you're, you're, I told you to do this or it's like, okay, well, I'm trying to, but I'm doing this, this, that. And it's all over the place.
0: And one one of the ways that my wife and I, though, have been able to solve that is try to do the act of listening and communicating outside of those moments. So it doesn't have to be an issue for you to touch a subject of you're not listening to me. You know what I mean? Because it usually it's usually usually works out that way in a friendship in a family relationship in a romantic relationship platonic. uh, There's a whole bunch like even like co-worker relationship. If you don't communicate what you have felt in the past or the boundaries that have been crossed in the past, then you will bring that up in an unnecessary moment or in an inappropriate moment.
1: Oh, bringing up old stuff.
0: Yeah, and it, and that that leads to it, right? So communication doesn't have to happen whenever there's an issue. Like if you haven't talked about the past problem yet and have a resolution for past problems in the past, like then you have not been able to um, really progress. You haven't been able to really take something from it. Does that make sense?
1: That that that's a big one right there. Yeah, I like it. Seemed, I I'll admit it. Like I. Something I'm trying to work on myself, like IRL. Yeah. Um. I, I don't like confrontation sometimes, especially when I know a thousand percent it's going to lead to an argument. I I don't like it. I don't like bringing up something. If I don't, if by doing, by not doing that, it's going to keep happening in the in the future. And yeah, by me not addressing it, it's just going to make me feel, you know, sort of a certain type of way
0: yeah um
1: especially you know when it comes to like several um like one of my friends like uh she she was he was was loving this one guy they they were they were they were together for a while okay she, she would always say um i love him, I love him i love him but he he didn't you know he was a, he was not a good guy he was a bad guy, he's just a toxic guy okay uh, we kept you know we did it, me and my other friends didn't want to address it that much, and you know I feel I feel bad and I regret it not really telling her about it. Okay. So by not telling her, hey, this guy's not good for you. By by not confronting that, because we know we and we tried to bring it up to her. She was like, no, guys, like it's you guys are wrong. This and that. He, he, you know, he's like he's not like that. This and that. So we didn't confront her with it. We didn't give her an intervention. We didn't tell her, hey, this 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 and that. At the end of the day, at the end of the, the relationship. You know, she we she found out that you know we weren't confronting her about it. She got mad at us even more. She was like, "I wish you guys would have said something." Yeah. So, and but because me and my other friends didn't want to confront that, we didn't want to lose her friendship. That's the reason why we didn't say anything.
0: Yeah, that kind of falls it. into the whole communicating openly and honestly. Big time. Yeah. Big. Yeah, for sure. It's just that the truth isn't easy to handle a lot of the times, and so to avoid confrontation, we just don't say it we we don't and, say the truth
1: and and honestly I don't like confrontation because you know I I know the type of person the other person is and it's just I I don't want to you know hurt their feelings I don't want to make things worse I don't want to go worst case scenario so yeah
0: A good way, so Kel says confrontation really can be difficult, and I totally agree with with you. Confrontation can be extremely difficult. There's actual ways, blueprints, and ways for you to be able to approach a confrontation when it comes to communication and a relationship in different manners that can make it easier. (laughs) And in my case, I approach it with humor. And my wife, a lot of the time, hates me for it. (laughs) <laughs> hates me for it. It's like, uh, yeah, no, I'm not even gonna give an example here. But she's, she hates me for it. She, I'm straight up going Deadpool on every conversation. Like, uh, I just try to make it so that it's humor. Now, I love humor because you can approach every serious issue in a way where the point is given. Like, the communication has happened, but is a way of doing it where you don't have to handle the truth so directly. And so, although there could be a confrontation, at that point, it's a choice because you're acknowledging humor. <laughs> mm-hmm. Yeah. You know? method. Of I, love con- I love humor, too. I mean, I'm the dad joke guy. Come on. <laughs> I love humor. I have a method of uh, confrontation. I use it and find it very effective. Well, yeah, like there's methods to be able to confront people. And as pirates, we definitely got to know how to do that. Um, So let's just recap a little bit. 11 steps to keep a healthy relationship, showing appreciation and gratitude, communicating openly and honestly, right? Being affectionate and showing that you care, mutual respect, active listening, showing interest in each other, which is something that kind of I think falls a little bit under what we've talked about but just in case not when it says showing interest in each other I personally take it as in when you form a bond you have responsibilities towards that bond you don't always take out the trash because you want to it's because you have to and when it comes to birthday parties or birthdays Um, When it comes to holidays, when it comes to things like this, when it comes to certain promises, like, hey, I'm going to video game with you on Saturday at 11 a.m., make sure you're there. You know, because you have responsibilities towards every bond that you have. Different types of responsibilities. It can be overwhelming. I don't know if you guys have so many, like, you guys have had so many friends where, thank God for Facebook finding out the dates, by the way. Because otherwise, no go. But you, all of a sudden, July is like, who's birthday is in July? I got four birthdays. Okay, the 6th, the 12th, the 14th, the 29th. I'm broke. (laughs) You know what I mean? Like, There's a lot of responsibilities. There's a lot of people in your life. Try to take the responsibility as it comes, but make sure to pay attention to to being, to showing interest to the very least and keeping that relationship alive. If you are being judged because of your your um, lack of interest, then maybe that relationship is not convenient for you. And maybe you could handle it in a way where you could manage it so that you are okay and happy with your own life and that person is too. So in other words, say goodbye. Like, because it's not personal. I'd rather have a friend tell me hey i don't want have i don't want to be your friend no more than to keep pretending and us hurting each other over and over again because we're not keeping to our responsibilities as friends um right my uh, one of my um, I,
1: the the concept of ghosting somebody
0: ghosting somebody yeah of course Ghost- that's when you hundred percent uh your matchmaking and uh see if thieves yeah. Yeah. <laughs> okay, you got you got the floor.
1: <laughs> oh, bro, you're funny, dude. Oh, well, <laughs> cha cha. You're funny, dude. <laughs> cha. I love it. <laughs> um the concept of ghosting when you're with, you, you know, somebody just all of a sudden just drops you no, no reason. Uh whether if it's a friend, boyfriend, girlfriend, parent, family member, whoever. Yeah. They just drop you, they ghost you and they leave you in, you know, they leave as a ghost yeah it a lot of the time the people that that got left being ghosted is thinking oh my gosh like what what did i do what did i do yeah that's why i mean i'll speak on my behalf like i i feel that way too it's like i wonder what i did or what i said to make them all of a sudden drop me there's and and i'm over here thinking oh it's me it's me it's me this person that did the action of ghosting they're not they didn't communicate they didn't they didn't look out for my best interests, you know. uh yeah. saying, You know what? Hey, I I can't be friends with you. I can't do this. I I'm sorry. It's it's because of this, this or that. This happened. Um, you know, and and it's just, and it's like you're 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 left with. I'm not saying ghosting is bad in general, because definitely you can definitely ghost somebody if you don't align with their with their you know.
0: So. So I can say, well, yeah, you were telling a story. Okay, keep going, keep going.
1: And pretty much, yeah. Like, just, um, I, I just, I mean, it sucks. But the fact that the other person ghosted, you know, me, for example, I will never know what it was. And I you, know, I, you know, some people are like, you know what, forget it. I don't need them. I'm yeah. glad they ghosted me. And there's different ways to do it. But I think at the end of the day, it shows how much you valued that relationship or friendship or whatever. Yeah. Because if that person really cared about me, they would have said, Hey, you know what, George? I'm, Oh, by the way, I'm George. I'm <laughs> not too young George. I should have said that a long time ago.
0: It's okay. George, You're watching George's George the of jungle. People. That wasn't his name. He's just watching yeah, yeah. a movie. Uh, yeah. Yeah. Exactly. Uh-huh. <laughs> <laughs> so, I love the... Is that the Tarzan imitation? I don't even, I think, I mean, no, I, I love loved him. it, man, I loved it. I got yeah, you like, <laughs> oh
1: you know i i i wish I
0: wish that <laughs> that he would have been upfront with you basically I wish they would have been up front with me so okay, so I, about ghosting and sir sushi ghost whale <laughs> so okay, so uh, ghosting people okay let let's be let's make sure to synchronize this a little bit with the eleven steps to keep a healthy relationship um showing interest in each other can you have a healthy relationship from from beginning to end is that something that's possible
1: like to have a to, like a friendship or whatever really
0: a friendship yeah and when i say end it means that you've both decided to set to part ways Oh, absolutely. Absolutely. Okay. So would ghosting somebody make it so that maybe you're not following the steps for a healthy relationship? I... Okay. Because I, I got my own 10 cents. Right. Uh, tell, tell, me. tell me. Okay. okay so, so so ghosting somebody. Okay. Whenever you ghost somebody, it's because, in my opinion, y'all can tell me if I'm wrong... It's because you don't want to address the issue. The issue being the other person. Right? And uh, it could could be various things. Like you don't want to tell him the truth, tell him or her the truth. It could be you don't want to basically deal with the issue at the moment because you don't have the proper amount of energy to actually invest into that experience because it's confrontation because if you're telling the other person that you're going to part ways it's not necessarily going to just be a mutual thing a mutual interest right so i feel like ghosting somebody shouldn't happen although it's natural once in a while for it to happen is something that in my eyes if you don't want to deal with that situation, if that person has called you for that pyramid scheme too many times, you need to go up to that person and tell them, <laughs> "I don't want I don't want uh, the healthy life protein that you have, dude, yeah, I don't want it now, if they keep calling you, it's something else entirely, but if you don't tell the people the truth, the absolute raw, unmarinated truth." Until that point, I don't think that you should ghost people. Right? Uh, Let me see. uh, Absolutely, with open communication, honestly, but some people will not accept, exactly. Some people will not accept it, but regardless, you're keeping your standards. You are keeping your responsibility and your behavioral emotional state how it's supposed to be. That's, that's the important part. Because if you don't do that, if you don't tell people that you would have ghosted what you were actually thinking, feeling, or intending to do, you will keep that. There will be no closure towards that experience. And you need that to be able to move on as, as tiny as, as, and as miniature as that relationship could have been you still need closure for it for you to not have a bittersweet feeling whenever you de- you part ways.
1: Exactly, dude.
0: You Try and they refuse to listen. Yeah, like they could refuse to listen. They straight up offered me a whole pyramid scheme. Are you kidding? They did not want to listen. They didn't want to listen to a single word. They wanted cash. Okay, and I don't care. I, I was going to tell them the truth to their face. Hey, I know I know you. I know that you were having... Um, uh, that you posted on Facebook that your whole life got fixed because of this one protein shake. I'm not gonna buy it. We were friends before. Respect the fact. In my memory, stop calling me. If you don't say that and you just straight up start ignoring this person, guess what's gonna happen? There's gonna be no closure. You're gonna keep getting texts, emails, voice calls, messages. People are gonna say like, hey, Jimmy's been looking for you. And it's like, dude, (laughs) stop. Stop. Okay. This is what I think. This is what I feel. This is how, why I'm going to move on. If you keep doing this, I have a hose in my backyard. You're gonna go. You're gonna get a whole bunch of water, just pressure your way. Just stop. Uh, you know, you have to be honest. A thousand million percent. So I don't feel that ghosting somebody, anybody, is toxic at all. I don't think that that. I, I don't. I'm not toxic at all. I'm sorry. Rephrase. I don't think that that's necessary at all. I think that that is something that shouldn't be happening, but that can only be said for people that are progressing in their own life because they're trying to make better choices as far as they, their behavioral traits.
1: Right? Yeah, I agree. Yeah? I agree. That is...
0: Yeah, effort I agree. closure, but immature. Uh, ghosting without effort of closure is, sorry to offend, but immature. So, uh, okay, so... Uh, I agree with the point that ghosting is not necessary. I agree with the point that ghosting is not convenient for anybody. But I, as I've said before, um, try to approach every situation as if you've done it before. Because if you tend to find toxic pirates and they start cursing you out, if you approach the situation from an empathetic point of view, you will know that it's not... Anything but their trauma talking, or in this particular case, you'll consider them as someone that's working on their own persona, right? Because like if you if you classify them as immature, like in that case, I am kind of immature because I haven't done the dishes yet, you know, <laughs> and I've had that there for like three days, and in the and in, in when you ever. Define maturity is like somebody that takes care of their responsibilities. I sometimes don't do that yet. I'm working on it, you know. But so it, we just have to be careful with that type of. I would consider. I would consider my opinion. I, we have to be careful with that type of wording because if you classify that type of people as immature, you take away the fact that they are going through a process. Does that make sense?
1: Oh, they're not the dishes. <laughs> no, no. You should see that
0: right now. I straight up had yes. like tamales. And, and salsa, it has, for some reason, hummus found its way to the dishes. I, I don't even want to think about it. I'm really doing, I'm doing this podcast because I don't want to go do it. Um,
1: <laughs> good, hummus is good. I'm throwing it out there.
0: Oh, hummus is fantastic. Are you kidding? With a little bit of mozzarella cheese, you make a little pizza in the oven with a little bit of salmon on the side. Little pita chips. Pita chips. Oh. 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 <laughs> But it all comes down for someone to heal from that. Yeah, I mean, healing is a part of it, but I feel that immature... I feel we've all been immature, because we've all been kids. Like, we've all been, like, teenagers, you know? And we we went through a process. Like, there's usually a standard for that, too, actually. Like, when you're 21, your immaturity should at least start shooting out the window, because you're old enough to get a job now, and do some adult things, so... But it's still a process. The fact that you're like 34, 35, and you're still an amateur guy doesn't mean that you are not trying. Maybe you need a little bit of help. You know, I always try to give the benefit of the doubt, even to the worst type... Yeah, No, nah, I'm not going to say the worst type of people, but to the people that really have put in no effort, because, like, not to get a little religious, but we're all family in the eyes of... The Lord. So I'm kinda like yeah, I kinda wanna just spread the love like as much as I can, even to the people that want to hurt me the most, or even the people that are not considerate at all. It's just an approach. And you know what? I've I've been doing good with it so far, so we all do yeah, 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 yeah. Okay. We all need work, especially <laughs> my waistline. Um, okay. <laughs> internet each other being supportive and encouraging um so supportive and encouraging a little bit different than appreciation and gratitude means that whenever you have somebody that's trying to do something like for example becoming a podcaster so um i really would appreciate us all to try to support him as much as he can because he sometimes you try to do things and you just need a little bit of help to get there you know and uh if you're like a Somebody that has a friend that's trying to do a business that they haven't done well and, you know, or if you have somebody that's just going through tough times even, like some family member passed away or something of the sort, you have to be there for them. It's a part of the responsibility of a bond, which is special because it creates a net where you will never be able, will, you will never have to worry about any sort of rock bottom again, because once you actually take these human relationships and you follow these eleven steps to keep a healthy relationship, you will have a whole bunch of people down there ready to catch you whenever you're actually going through troubles, for sure. Um, feeling empathy for each other is another point. Feeling empathy, putting yourself in the other person's shoes. Um, I feel like a lot of people tend to be good at that, except the people that really, really, whenever people don't do that, it's because whenever there's a lack of empathy, there's a lot of narcissistic traits taking over. Yeah. Okay. Oh, yeah. um, that, is, that gets a little bit serious. Um, it could get to a point where you actually need to go to the psychologist, but it's really hard for people that, lack a lot of empathy to get better, I have to admit, sadly saying, because they tend, as you develop narcissistic tendencies, your behavioral traits are that of a person that doesn't want to get better. Does that make sense? Yeah, and yeah. Relationship with now the hard part is finding people to have relationships with. Not not really. So okay, so I think that that's gonna get easier as you practice all of the all of the right things for you to be able to filter what you really want in a person. Because whenever you say I want a friend, there's a lot of details to that. It's not just a person. You want a lot of different things and 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 uh, that. That significant other, it being family, your your spouse, whoever, a co-worker, whatever, a pirate. Um, whenever you want to sail the seas with somebody, you want them to have certain traits that will make your life a little bit easier. Uh, certain bonds are better than others. But you essentially are the person that predetermines what you synchronize with, what you want.
1: Oh, syn- synchronizing and... Yeah, that's a big thing. That's,
0: that's... yeah, like synchronize Like we're talking about types of bonds, types of friendships. Like you can have a lot of friends, but straight up, I have about eight hundred friends on Facebook. I <laughs> <laughs> I've seen two of them in the last like two years. Like <laughs> you know what I mean, right. and and uh, you know that type of thing is is like you can you could have friends that you just once in a while you want a dose of once in a while like literally in doses like i can sell with this person but not today <laughs> you know what i mean like these type of any these type of relationships are fine you need them it's okay you don't have to get along with everyone all of the time but essentially you are the person that predetermines what you want in a person, in a in a friend, or in a, in family members, and you are the type, You are the person that essentially predetermines what you can take, as far as the energies that flow from one person to the other, right? Toy Stories, so you got a friend than me. Don't don't be singing. You got a friend than me because then I got Woody and Buzz Lightyear right behind me.
1: Wake up! They're gonna be like, yeah,
0: dude. They haven't moved yet, but you gotta. You, I, I've been looking at the VODs um. <laughs> for, for evidence. I'm picky about who I spend my valuable time with. On yeah, exactly, and that's fine. That's that's totally fine. Sometimes Olive Nebula, that guy, he's too much. He's just Never. too much. It's like his energy levels are that of a man that straight up had some pre-workout mixed in with his coffee while drinking a Red Bull on his way to the gym. It's too much, and sometimes I don't want to sail with him. That's why Julio G. Cintron is here, because I gotta filter this. <laughs> okay. I,
1: I 100% agree. I it, it applies right to currently. Yesterday at work, just just I I'm comfortable. I'm I'm cool with a lot of coworkers. You know. Yeah. I I like them. They've never no beef between us. Yeah. But there's certain ones where you're just like I want to work with you guys. Uh, way more. I would (laughs) have worked. You guys click. You guys synchronize. You guys, the the bond is, is, you know, a little better and you just, it's just, it just makes things easier.
0: Yeah, it does. And it's okay. Like, as our emotions and our interests and our characteristics and our persona keeps evolving and switching from one thing to another, we keep really having a better time or a more convenient time with certain people that have certain perspectives, ideologies, or way of being, or personality traits, it's fine. It doesn't mean that the amount of love that you have for all of the bonds that you've created diminishes. That doesn't mean that you love every single person that you created a friendship with, for sure. But if you don't keep them healthy, you're not going to want them anymore in your life and you're going to it's going to completely shift from a good experience to a bad one. A relationship is any connection between two people which can be either positive or or negative, okay? If you guys straight up create a relationship and it's a negative one, it's going to impact you in a in a way that you don't want it to impact you. Okay? So, keeping relationships healthy is acknowledging also the fact that you don't always want to be around that particular person. And them understanding that. Okay. Have to step away I. No problem good, we'll good, sir. Okay. So uh, spending time together. The complete opposite of what I just said. Sometimes you want a person like, to be with a person. Sometimes you don't want to be with that person because you're just not in the mood for that type of uh, investment of energies. Sometimes you want to. Sometimes you got people you just want to be around 24 hours with. That's, that's, that's my wife. I wish she'd be here all the time. We've been commenting commenting, and just arguing about is it cake or not for the last week. Okay? If you guys don't know what that is, it's a Netflix series with realistic cakes that look just like the object that's right next to it. And I cannot wait till my wife gets home so I can argue with her on which one it is. Okay, sometimes you just want that person to be there with you. Okay, and it's totally fine. Another human, I wanted to be around 24-7. Ugh, I need my space to to recharge. Recharging is is totally necessary. The recharging is totally necessary, but sometimes when you need to be with yourself, it's so that you recharge and have the energy to be with the the people that you love. Okay, like you love yourself. That's why you get you time. You love the people that you love, and that's what you recharge your energy for, for them. And you, yep,
1: and you could charge, yeah.
0: Okay. I, I, like a double. Yeah. A years
1: ago, when I heard about the whole, like, oh, I need to recharge my battery, my battery. like I was like, huh? Like,
0: I was like, I don't get it. But yeah. as I got older, I was like. Ah, I get it. Uh-huh. <laughs> uh-huh. I've been in this 12-hour shift. I want to get out of here. <laughs> <laughs> I totally I totally understand that's what customer service taught me that I, I don't like people after eight hours of them <laughs> Yeah, dude customer service taught me a lot of the a lot of that I'll actually get into that, but we're actually almost finishing up the 11 steps. And I know I know you got to go through so uh, Having healthy boundaries That I learned as soon as about four to five years ago when I got divorced I had a relationship where I felt that I was walking on eggshells. I, let me try to explain this in the most simplest way possible. If you have people that you feel your responsibility is to keep happy, okay? You have to be careful of not doing things that you wouldn't have done to keep that person happy. I'm gonna try to elaborate with an example. If you have a roommate and there's one parking spot, right, and you guys agreed that today, on Friday, you were going to use that parking spot, and that person comes in and expresses their anger or frustration because you have his or her parking spot, you guys agreed already. You guys agree that that was going to be your parking spot, but they're still upset. And because that person's upset, you back out and you leave them your spot. They come in and all of a sudden they're happy. That is totally wrong. That is a boundary that has been crossed because you cannot make somebody happy by being... Let me, see, let me see. how I say this. You cannot make somebody happy by disrespecting yourself. Like you, you also deserve things. You also deserve certain. Like, let me see. How how can I put this? Sushi take over. <laughs> so...
1: yeah. <laughs> I, I I definitely do, and and it goes back to the whole idea of confrontation, and just literally like I I mean I've had I've had. You know adult um sort of like I'm reading what passive said, hi passive um' a lot about adult- pa- boundaries, yeah, a very important thing to do because if you you got it you gotta know i, I got like I, I have I have like a personal story, and it's like i oh my gosh, like I'm not really ready to share that, but I'm just trying to like sort of summarize that,
0: okay. Just um, practice live, and then we'll talk about
1: it. <laughs> <laughs> too much no, I'm <laughs> Just the whole idea of trusting the person, like just uh, compromising, synchronizing with them. Just you, you, you gotta, you gotta be willing to to hear them, hear them out.
0: Well, yeah, like true. Did. So that's that's the that's the mentality of a healthy person. Oh right but and this, this is a problem whenever you as a healthy person you have somebody that respects boundaries you have somebody that has boundaries you have somebody that you are now interacting with it could be as close as your spouse mm-hmm. yeah and this person is straight up making some choices that is making you unhappy that are unfair because they're putting themselves before you so This is where your identity starts to diminish because you are now acting based on the premise that you have to make them happy, that they matter more than you do. So now you cannot act as if you were going to act or as in, uh, as you were going to act before, because you know that they're going to be upset or you know that there's going to be a confrontation. That's why your identity starts to disappear and that's when the other person starts to take control that's uh, that's that's basically what abuse is take advantage they take advantage and what they do is they they exploit the emotional responsibilities by manipulating the situation in a way where it makes you feel that you have to do something about it so how can you solve the issue that I described, right? You have a roommate, you guys agreed that today, Friday, you were gonna take that parking spot, but they arrived to the house upset that you took that parking spot, although you agreed with it already, right? You backed out, you gave them your parking spot, now they're happy. How would I have handled it? Okay, so they come in the door, they say they're all upset because you took their parking spot, although you agreed. I would have told them like, get wrecked. <laughs> <laughs> I yeah, would have right. told them basically, well, like, oh, there's tissues in your room. Go cry, come back out, think about Ooh. what you're doing, and if you're not happy, um, just take. I don't know. Just, uh, just I don't know. Get wrecked, you know, because <laughs> you have to love yourself even more than you love your family. I'm. I'm not. I'm not kidding. If you are unable to love yourself more than you love your family, you are not going to be able to provide a healthy relationship, a bond with everybody there, because you have not been able to respect yourself to a point where you're offering them 100% of who you are. Right? You are now a a shell of a person. If you start diminishing your identity to keep people happy.
1: So I like I I I'm on the fence with that. I I definitely see both sides where it's like yeah like oh well oh freaking well like go go cry about it and move move your car. Yeah. The other part of me is is saying and and this is I've done this many times, bro. You know, you compromise with a roommate, with a partner, with with a coworker, boss, whatever. And it doesn't work out. Yeah. Um they 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 cross the line. They they sort of, the agreement, they just rip it up. And they're like, no, I'm going to do it my way, whatever. Yeah. And I'm like, okay, well, then you know what? Then you took the spot today. Tomorrow was supposed to be for you. So I'm going to take tomorrow, Saturday, and Sunday, back to back. Because we alternate different days what, every what, other day.
0: Wow. So you really went through <laughs> something like this.
1: Oh, uh, yeah, bro. Yeah. <laughs> so I'm like, okay. So then I'm like, because then if I say, you know what, and, and – and, and, IRL, me George, I, I, you know, like I said before, I, I'll admit it, I, I cuss, and that's, you know, I hate it, but I, that's just, it, it, uh, happens. it happens. Well, <laughs> it you know, happens. In the PG sense, right now, I will say, you know what? Oh freaking well, um, uh, you, you take today, and tomorrow's supposed to be you. I'm gonna take it, and then Sunday it's my day, and I'm gonna take yeah. that. So I'm gonna to take it two days in a row. There You'll you go. Be, that's it. And that's it. And then they are So like, there's. No, no, that's not fair. freaking well, no, no.
0: There's compromise then. There's compromise. Yeah. To be yeah. so there's different ways of solving this issue, where you have, where you have to make people respect your boundaries. Yeah,
1: and, okay. and, and I totally get. You know, you gotta be yourself and, and not hide who you really are and and you know.
0: And that like, that actually relates to the very last step what you just said right there. And just in case for passive for people that have not been tuning in, that have not tuned in, we are discussing the 11 steps to keep a healthy relationship. Number one, numero uno, showing appreciation and gratitude. Communicating openly and honestly, number two. To number three, being affectionate and showing that you care. Mutual respect, actively listening, showing interest in each other, being supportive and encouraging, feeling empathy for each other, spending time together, having healthy boundaries. Jesus Christ, is a lot of stuff. And the very last one is being trustworthy. All right, being trustworthy. So why should you keep your own identity? because it helps you make a genuine interaction with the person where they can see clearly and you can finally express yourself because you know you're 100% of yourself in a way where you can keep your promises, where you can have high standards as a person, and then you will naturally become trustworthy because you are someone that honors the word, like your word you are some because you have standards because you've worked on it because you are genuine you're not making promises to keep some sort of external standard that is not a part of who you really are does that make sense yeah so being trustworthy i feel like i'm trustworthy except with the dishes <laughs> i had to do the dishes after this like immediately you know, it's piling up it's piling up
1: I got I got to throw a,
0: a I got to throw a soap grenade like a, a like a palm olive grenade and then just see if it if you know everything dies and then I'll go ahead and start washing Jesus Christ I I really wanted to detail I'm sorry okay yeah <laughs> uh respecting my boundaries is a great way f- uh to prove you can be trusted exactly exactly and you know what let's say that you find somebody that respects your boundaries but you find somebody that is not happy because they have to keep up with your boundaries. Naturally ending that relationship in a respectful, communicative manner makes the whole process a lot easier. Both of both parties' integrities are intact and you can just make your way and it's ironic that a healthy relationship is a lot easier to break away from than a toxic one Does that it's it's something that that I could not believe when I came across it but i've I've, I've come across it in the internet could have been Wikipedia I'm not a hundred percent credible but as far as my experience, I totally agreed with it. If you fall in love with somebody for example, if you have true love straight up love that person and you have to part ways with that person it's actually easier to part ways if that was a healthy relationship than if it was a toxic one because you are going for numerous reasons but mainly because you are going to respect that person's process of healing you are going to have you're gonna have mutual respect. You're gonna be showing. You would have showed interest in each other when it counted. You could have been supportive and encouraging, even in even not being in the relationship in part. Even ways, you could have been supporting and like supportive and encouraging. You could have felt empathy for that person. I could list the eleven reasons, but that is so ironic, and a lot of people don't know that. They feel that. You know, like I just, I loved this person so passionately. You know, they took me to Paris for a week and they said that they loved me and now we're parting ways. And, and, and I just, but he called me, must mean he loved me. No, he doesn't. No, he does not. Because if you parted ways, that's it. He should respect the process of healing. If he's not, he has you on an agenda. And it was so ironic for me to find out that, that fact I had to express myself. I had to vent and also I don't want to do the dishes. Um, yeah, that's, that's really why I'm talking at this point. (laughs) I stay trustworthy by setting low expectations and then going above and beyond them. Low expectations. Uh, if I start low, I know I can accomplish that. Then I can go higher. Make uh makes tasks manageable manageable for myself. Just don't apply that thought whenever you like buy a house. Like <laughs> that's the only thing that I recommend, passive. If you Yeah, that's the one thing. Just have high expectations. Just go all out. Just just straight up. Straight up, you know. Mike Tyson, Hail Mary. Just forget it. A million dollars, I got two. <laughs> I'm kidding. Don't do that. That's horrible advice. Dishes are. I'll feel so good after the dishes are done. And you know what? It's not because the dishes will be done. It's because I would have kept my promise. That's why I will feel good. <laughs>
1: <laughs> and Kelvin and Riley make a good point. Like you'll feel so good. Your wife will feel happy.
0: Yeah. The done and... and the dishes are done. And that's it. Done. And then uh, I'm seeing my stepson Julian today. So uh, I think with that, I'll go ahead and wrap up. really I already gave a definition of a relationship which is any connection between two people which can be either positive or negative if you guys want more information as far as the 11 steps to keep a healthy relationships just to keep a healthy relationship just DM me on discord and I can send you the list that I just read off it made a lot of sense it might have been a lot of steps to take but if you work on yourself then you'll be able to naturally keep to all of these things because it will be something that is based off of standards that you create for yourself. You start with yourself, then you lead up to family, and then you start creating bonds around you that will never let you hit rock bottom. And as far as Sea of Thieves, remember if you got people cursing you out, if you got people that are toxic, in the Sea of Thieves, it's only because they've gone through a lot, they're going through a process of growth. And as difficult as it could be, don't try to match their level, try to have high standards as a person so that they can look up and try to reach out to be able to get out of that rock bottom, okay? For sure yeah not a thermo be a th- thermostat not a thermometer <laughs> my god i love you guys okay guys much love my name is willio g Centron, goofy sushi thank you for he for being here brother i hope that you enjoyed the uh, conversation
1: i love it bro i love talking about you know stuff like this dude i know like, it's, it's awesome
0: uh well, yeah well cha-cha <laughs> <laughs> Alrighty everybody, my name is Julio G. Cintron This has been my third Ship and Salsa episode, so wish me luck on the rest I hope that y'all have an amazing, incredible fantastic, just awesome spectacular day and I'll see you guys in the next one. If y'all have anybody you want to raid, just shoot me up on the chat and I'll make it happen Olive out Julio out <laughs> Bye
1: Peace out.